Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. Great to be with you again today. This is Friday, of course, First Amendment Friday. That means I will be checking my emails to see whether you all have any questions or comments that you'd like me to answer, and I'll be happy to provide whatever questions, whatever comments you have. I'll be happy to respond to those. This is First Amendment Friday. I'll be doing it again on my radio program at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, where I devote three quarters of the program to simply taking your calls. I mean, frankly, I I love that best because I love hearing from you all, and we get all kinds of interesting comments. Some of them sometimes a little bit out there, but most of the time they're very insightful and and, uh, just, just... very thoughtful ideas tend to come from my callers. I'm, I'm very, very grateful to God for the input that they have into the program and for the way they make, help make the program interesting by adding uh, their comments and their thoughts to it. That's what it's all about, folks. Freedom of speech, First Amendment, uh, so that we can have a discussion about these things. Unfortunately, there are those who want to shut that down because they believe <clears throat> that they are the final moral arbiters of what speech is appropriate, what speech is not. And if they don't like the speech that you're putting forward, they want to be able to censor that speech. We don't do that here. I don't do that here. And uh, we don't do it on our radio program. We don't do it on American Family Radio. Now, a couple of things. I know I've been announcing this, but uh, I've got a couple of things I need to get out of the way with housekeeping. Number one, uh, this coming Sunday, that's Sunday, December the 4th at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we are having services, pastors' appreciation services at the Call Church at 943 Canal Drive in Chesapeake. Uh, my spiritual son, Pastor Cecil Bly, pastor of More Grace Ministries in Louisville, Kentucky, will be there speaking. I want to encourage you to come on out and be a part of that. I'd love to meet you, love to have an opportunity to see you. Uh, I will not be preaching, but I will be there, okay? It's going to be a great time, so come on out. And please mark on your calendars January the 16th, 10 p.m., 10 p.m., 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, January the 16th at the Delta Marriott Hotel in Chesapeake, 725 Woodlake Drive in Chesapeake. We'll be hosting our annual Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. It's going to be a great event. We give out scholarships to students. We honor leaders from various walks of life. Our guest speaker is going to be none other than Pastor Iverson Jackson, no relation, but we happen to share the same last name, Pastor Iverson Jackson of Little Rock, Arkansas, pastor of Zoe Community Church in Little Rock, Arkansas. So come on out. That's going to be a great event. Buy tickets. Go to thecalled.org, thecalled.org. Click on the Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast, uh, Martin Luther King Breakfast or MLK Breakfast, and you'll, get, you'll go to the tickets there. We've had to increase ticket prices this year, as you can imagine, because of inflation. Um, and we have to ask our donors to do more so that we can continue to afford to do this. This is, not, this is a big community event. We do raise some money, which we devote to the Maximum Potential Christian Academy and the William Jackson Youth Center. So it goes primarily to our youth and to help us to give scholarships out to a couple of worthy students each year. So it it does go for a worthy cause, but we don't raise a whole lot of money on it. Uh, And it certainly doesn't help to pay me or pay any staff or anything like that. It goes strictly for program. So anything you can do to help would be most appreciated, even if you can't go. If you're listening right now from another part of the country, you know you can't be there, but you want to donate, 
uh, please do because it will help our youth center, the William Jackson Youth Center named after my beloved father, where we, we try to minister to young people and the Maximum Potential Christian Academy, uh, which is right now grades K through five, in which we try to, to educate, not indoctrinate, but to educate young people. Um, and of course, we do it with a biblical worldview orientation rather than the secular socialist Marxist nonsense that they're getting and all this, this sexual weirdness that they're getting in a lot of these government schools these days. So help us to continue that because we're trying to create a model that others can, can emulate. Tell you the truth, folks, one of the things I've had in my heart a long time is, is a boarding school. Because a lot of these kids, sadly, need to be taken out of their environment. Not all, of course, but many of them, their, their home environment is terrible. And they need to be taken out of that in order to get a good education and be given a better and higher vision for life than they're going to get, sadly, around the people who are raising them. Now, again, that's not all, but it, that's the truth in some cases. And some of these kids, I mean, they, they really are, talk about disadvantaged. And the disadvantage is not so much economic, it's social and cultural because of the values with which they're being raised. And in some cases, very, very negative, wrong values. So, but these kids are bright, they're capable, they're talented, and we want to be a blessing to them. So again, if you can't make it, but you want to donate, go to thecall.org. Or you could just make a donation for the youth center, say in behalf of MLK for the youth center or for the school, and we'll be happy to receive it as such. But if you can come, by all means come. Thecall.org is where you buy tickets. Um, I said there were three things. What, there was a third thing I was going to mention, uh, but whatever, let's see, because I mentioned the, um, uh, the uh, Pastor Appreciation Center, uh, Pastor Appreciation uh, Service, I mentioned uh, the Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. Well, if the other thing comes back to me, maybe I'll come to it to, at, the, at the end of the program. Oh, I know what it was. Oh, my goodness. How can I forget that? Fridays, Fridays. We, uh, we focus on giving. And I want to encourage you. Now, E.W. Jackson for America is not a nonprofit organization, okay? E.W. Jackson for America is an LLC. So you will see on the website for E.W. Jackson for America, you will see uh, logos for the various organizations associated with my ministry. You'll see the Call Church. You'll see Stand. You'll see Stand America Pack. Um, and I think there's one other thing. I think you'll see the Maximum Potential Christian Academy, if I'm not mistaken. If you don't, it'll, it will be there soon. But you'll see a number of things. If you want to give, that's where you give, okay? You give to those various organizations, those various nonprofit organizations. Um, the other thing I would say is you can support what we're doing here with E.W. Jackson for America, which is part of the Awakening Network, by the way, because Vision Awakening, which is my Sunday radio program, um, the, my, which is my Sunday television program on NRB and Christian Television Network and, and, and Gospel TV with Andrew Womack. Um, that's part of, the, all that is part of, uh, of, of the Awakening Network. Uh, this is part of the Awakening Network. Um, I've got a radio program on Sunday mornings on AFR. That is part of the Awakening Network. My live stream at, on Sunday mornings is part of the Awakening Network. So all of this is part of the Awakening Network, bishopewjackson.tv, okay? Or it's going to be B-E-W-J-M-I, 
Bishop E.W. Jackson Ministries. Um, but at any rate, so you can go to any of those links, the church, stand, the PAC, which is, of course, not tax deductible because that's a political action committee. Um, and, and donations to the school will go through the church, but you can go through, you can make a donation to the church, for the church or for the school. Um, so there are various ways to give. In addition to that, we have a store and we're still building it out, but go check out the E.W. Jackson for America store, okay? Because that helps to finance this effort, this particular effort, which as you know, my nonprofits can't give to this program. I wanted to set it up as separately. We can help support the nonprofits, but the nonprofits can't support this. I wanted to set this up separately so that I could engage in whatever political discussion, endorsements of candidates, anything I want to say without it impinging on the nonprofit status of my church, stand, anything else, okay? That's why E.W. Jackson for America, that's in part at least why it was conceived. It was conceived really originally because I love America and I want everybody to know that. And I, really, I want the very best for this country. And I want leaders who understand the gift that we have in the United States of America and are willing to fight to protect it. So uh, E.W. Jackson for America.com. And you can find if That's the other thing. It was intended to be a feeder into all the other areas um, where you can, you can uh, support the various ministries that God is doing through me, okay? Uh, now, thank you for your support. Thank you for your giving. We really appreciate that. And I want to encourage you to become a Patriot Partner. This month for Patriot Partners, I don't think we've announced it yet on our website, but for Patriot Partners, uh, for the television ministries, by the way, we're calling those vision partners, but Patriot Partner for Stan, vision partners for the TV ministry related to the church and preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But become a partner with the ministry uh, by donating regularly, monthly or quarterly, or for that matter, annually, if you want to give an annual gift rather than doing a monthly gift, but become a Patriot Partner with a commitment to regular giving because that really helps us. Uh, Stand has 250 Patriot partners right now. We want to get to 500 in 2023. And for Christmas, if you become a Patriot partner for Stand at at least $25 a month, a Patriot partner for Stand at least $25 a month, we will send you a free T-shirt which says, Stand for Merry Christmas. I'm sorry, not T-shirt, a sweatshirt. A free sweatshirt that says, Stand for Merry Christmas. Now we have other gifts available, and if you want to substitute something else, like you want my book or you want a cup, we'll be happy to provide that. But that's going to be the standard gift, a, a sweatshirt that says, Stand for Merry Christmas, because I'm tired of, you know, season's greetings and happy solstice and all that nonsense and happy holidays. Uh, we don't want to get, we don't want to allow the Christ to be taken out of Christmas, okay? Because that's what Christmas is ultimately all about. All right, uh, having said all that, took up quite a bit of time here on Friday to do that. By the way, again, if you have any questions or comments or anything you want me to respond to, email me at ewjackson at ewjackson.com. That's ewjackson at ewjackson.com. In fact, let me get that email up now so that I can have it to refer to 
in case anybody emails me because I sometimes end up taking more time than I really should trying to find it. Here it is, ewjackson at ewjackson.com if you have any questions or comments for me this morning. Now, I don't have a whole lot of time left, but in the time I've got left, let me touch on a couple of issues that are important to me. I don't think I've ever mentioned Alex Jones. If I've mentioned Nick Fuentes, it's only been in recent times because he's been in the news as a result of Kanye West's association with him. Um, and I, I've probably rarely mentioned Kanye West occasionally, or Ye as he calls himself now, Ye. Occasionally, he says something that I'm really in agreement with. I know when he first started talking about black people not being beholden to the Democrat Party and not feeling that you have to vote Democrat or you're not black, I lauded that and said, praise God, I'm glad he's saying it. I'm glad because he's got a bigger platform than I do, and I'm glad he's saying it because it's ridiculous. It's nothing but indoctrination that causes people to think that if you are of a certain demographic or ancestral background, you've got to vote or be associated with a certain party. The Democrat Party has become the party of godlessness and the party of the Antichrist, and I'm not about to be associated with it. And I'd say the same thing about the Republican Party if it ever decides to go that way, which is why I've called for the resignation of Ronna McDaniel, because she, when she sent out a memo telling everybody we ought to support Gay Pride Month, I thought, what, what is wrong with this woman? We don't need that kind of leadership. We need leadership, as I said, that stops compromising with this evil and starts calling it out. Because that whole gay, so-called gay pride movement is evil. It's given us all this pedophilia that we're now seeing. It's given us all this child grooming stuff in the public schools, trying to talk to kindergartners and four-year-olds and three-year-olds and give them hormone treatments and all this stuff about their sexuality. It's evil. And you got to stop compromising with evil and start calling it out for what it is. I think the American people desperately want that. So I'm not beholden to a party per, as a party per se. My commitment to the Republican Party is based on principles that, with which I ag agree. If they depart, when you depart from those principles, I depart from you. It's just that plain and simple. Not like these Democrats who see it as a religion. And no matter what abominable thing they come up with, they just, they just vote Democrat because that's what I am and that's who I am. And you're going to bust hell wide open like that. Our first loyalty and commitment ought to be to Jesus Christ and his word, not to a political party, not to a race, but to Jesus Christ and his word. And then to our family and then to our country. And, 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 uh, uh, but, but what is this Christians idolizing race? idolizing a political party. I don't idolize the Republican Party. It's a tool. It's an instrument. And thank God for the many great Christians who are part of it and are trying to uphold the word of God in it. But it's, it's, it's the principles that matter to me, not the party. And the Democrat Party has absolutely gone in rank rebellion against God. And, and, and everything the Lord represents, they hate as a party. Now, I'm not saying there aren't Democrats who feel differently. I'm sure there are, but I don't know even know how they, I don't even know how they fit in with the, with the Democrat party today. I really don't. Uh, 
Now, so here's what I want to say. That Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, hold on, folks. I'm trying to find a particular scripture. There we go. I've got it. Uh, I don't have it. But at any rate, I'll quote it because I know it's there. I want to be clear in no uncertain terms, and I want you to be clear about me in no uncertain terms. I absolutely, categorically, unequivocally, uncompromisingly, and unapologetically denounce the anti-Semitism that is coming forth from the mouth of Kanye West and Nick Fuentes and Alex Jones and anybody else who engages in that garbage. Let me be clear, as a Christian, now I'm not serving in public office where I've got to balance our interests, which, which if I were in office, I would do. Um, I'm speaking to you as a minister of the gospel. I am an avid supporter of the nation of Israel and the Jewish people because the Bible tells me I'm supposed to be. Well, I was going to quote the scripture. I think it's in Psalm that says, he that touches Israel touches the apple of God's eye. But and I, 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 I know it's a Psalm. I couldn't find the exact um, reference, but I'll find it. But Genesis chapter 12, I know, where God says to Abraham, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And in you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And Romans chapter 9, where Paul talks about the fact that we owe Israel a debt of gratitude because we are grafted into the tree because Israel was cut off. And Israel was cut off because the people who produced the Messiah would be the people who wouldn't reject him because the spiritual principle is a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own kin, and in his own house. So the Bible says we owe a debt of gratitude to Israel. I'm a supporter of Christians United for Israel, founded by John Hagee. I'm a supporter of the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, where I'm bringing Christians and Jews together to help the Jewish people and to help Israel. Now, don't get me wrong. I, that doesn't mean I'll agree with every policy that any Israeli prime minister comes up with, or, and I certainly don't agree with anything that any Jewish person, ha, person happens to say. I remember sitting on a bus one time on a, a field trip for an organization that I was a part of. Well, not an organization, but a, it, was a, it was a leadership training program that I joined. This was back in 2008, if I'm not mistaken. And we were touring Virginia, and you, know, you would sit beside different people, so you get to know different people where they were coming from. I sat beside this Jewish woman one time. We got to talk about Israel, and I was shocked. I mean, folks, I was literally shocked because here was a Jewish woman and she didn't just disagree with Israeli policy. 
she almost seemed to have a hatred and antipathy for Israel. And it, I, it, frankly, it left me stunned. And I, I said to her, I said, well, you know, y you seem to have the same attitude toward Israel as Israel haters do. I mean, she took some umbrage at that, but she didn't say anything to refute it. And I'm serious. I literally walked away stunned. So she was Jewish. Am I going to agree with her because she's Jewish? No, she's wrong. So I don't want you to think that therefore I turn off my thinking and, and, and whatever's Jewish or whatever Jewish people or some Jewish person or Israel says is okay. No, no. We, everything must be measured against the truth of God's word, against facts, against logic. But as a general proposition, it's not even a hard choice between the Palestinians and the Jewish people because God gave the Jewish people that land. He did not give it to the Palestinians. I am not a supporter of the two-state solution because as far as I'm concerned, there's only one state in the land of promise, and that's the state of Israel. I believe that Jerusalem is the undivided capital of the nation of Israel because God made it so. So let me just be clear on where I stand on this. Now, I think anytime you get into the area of talking about those people as a group, like they're a monolith, it was wrong when, when it was done to black folks, it's wrong and the left does it today to, to white people, Americans of European ancestry, white people this and white people that and white people are racist and white people, you know, you need to do, you need to, you need to diminish your whiteness. All this, this crazy talk. Anytime you step into that territory, you step into the territory of evil and Satan, because that's exactly the way Hitler talked about the Jewish people. So when Kanye West is quoted as saying, I like Hitler, we have to stop being so hard on the Nazis. And, and the second thing I'll say about that, I mean, that's just that those kind of the Nazis were evil. Hitler was evil. Hitler's in hell right now. And every unrepented Nazi is in hell right now, paying the eternal price for their sin against God and against the Jewish people and against mankind. Can I get any more clear than that? But, but the other thing I want to say is this. Americans shed our blood lost our loved ones. They came home mentally and physically wounded from World War II, fighting against Nazism and Imperial Japan and fascism. And when you start talking to me about you like Hitler, as Kanye West has said, you, you have gotten really on the wrong side of me because Hitler's a murderer who killed many of our fellow citizens. I've got an old World War II veteran, a, a, a bombardier, um, a gunner, not a bombardier, a gunner who flew in World War II combat, 99 years old. When you start telling me you like Hitler, then you start telling me you hate this man, that his name is John. He calls me on my program about once a week. You start telling me you hate John. You, you're, on the, you're on the fighting side of me. That, I find that utterly disgusting and un-American. And you know what? I'll predict this. If Kanye West continues going down this road, he's going to end up broke.
because now, first of all, he's cursing himself by coming against the people of God and, and the children of Israel are the people of God. Let's make no mistake about it. They have a covenant with Abraham. Okay. We have a better covenant based on better promises, but they have a covenant with almighty God and God, even though others violate the covenant, God does not violate his covenant. So you start messing with them. You are cursing yourself because you're getting on the wrong side of God, just like Hitler did. And where is he? Committed suicide, went to hell. So I just want to be clear. So Nick Fuentes, Alex Jones, anybody who associates with that mess, as far as I'm concerned, I want to stay a country mile away from them, as far away from them as I can. I want no association with them whatsoever because that they are trafficking in evil and I'll have no part of it. And as far as I'm concerned, they are just as bad as the Ku Klux Klan. They're just as bad as, as white supremacists. They're just as bad as Marxist Black Lives Matter. Oh, you including them? Yes, I'm including them because they're evil too. And any of these groups that traffic in this kind of racial demagoguery and racial superiority and racial grievance, using that as an opportunity to lift themselves up above others and subjugate others to their will. Remember doing the whole thing after George Floyd, you had, you had in these riots, you had guys telling white people, get on your knees and apologize to me. I mean, that's evil. First of all, nobody needs to get on their knees to apologize to anybody, number one. But number two, you don't need to apologize to me if you've not done anything to me. You apologize to me because 150 years ago, you might have had some ancestors. And you have to remember, many Europeans came to this country after slavery. Well, how do we distinguish between the two? So I just wanted to be clear on that. And, and, you know, I, like I said, I haven't really taken any time to talk about Alex Jones or Nick Fuentes because I don't pay any, I just don't pay much attention to these kinds of people. I really don't. And, and I didn't pay much attention to Kanye West because I'm not a pop culture guy. I'm not into that. But when Kanye West began to say some things that made sense, I thought, man, that's really great. But now I realize the, the young man needs a lot of help because he has gone completely off the deep end. And he, is, he may be about to destroy himself and destroy his wealth and destroy everything that he's built. If he continues down that road, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. And I'm not going down that road with him. Okay? I'm going to follow God. I'm going to be with God. I'm with Jesus. And by the way, do I need to remind everybody? Jesus Christ is a Jew. He was born into Judaism, circumcised on the eighth day, celebrated the Passover up until the moment before his crucifixion. In fact, the last Passover, he flipped it and turned it into a new Passover, a new covenant. That would be sealed not only not in the blood of bulls and rams and lambs and goats and turtle doves, but in the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when I hear guys like that invoking the name of Jesus Christ, it just makes me sick to my stomach because what, what they're saying, Jesus has no part in that whatsoever. Hitler was a man of supreme hatred. Jesus Christ is love. 
I just wanted to put that out there so that I'm on the record because, you know, I think I told you all this. I got ambushed when I was running for office because some people had heard a sermon in which I said, if, if you're not a follower, anything that does not follow Jesus Christ is a false religion. Now, I didn't, I should have been more precise and talked about the, the exception I make for the Jewish people. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody's got to come to Jesus. Everybody. Okay. And I'm not making any exception whatsoever. However, however, Judaism is not a false religion, folks. It's incomplete. And I've had Christians who don't seem to get this. Jesus was a Jew and practiced Judaism. Moses was a Jew. Moses handed down the law. Was it false? I mean, the Ten Commandments were part of Judaism. The law, the prophets, the wisdom books, that's all part of Judaism. Judaism is not false, but it is incomplete. When it came to the point where the leaders of the Jewish people taught the people that Jesus Christ was not the Messiah who was expected to come, and from that point on, they've been off. They're incomplete. They're still trying to follow the law. The Bible doesn't say the law is wrong. It says the law can't save. So they're following a system that cannot save them because you're saved by grace and Jesus has already fulfilled the law. But they're not false. Get this, get this distinction. They're not false, but they are wrong. They're not false in that the feasts that they celebrate, God gave them. The laws that they celebrate, to the extent that they're celebrating the laws of the Torah um, as opposed to the laws of tradition and all that, they're not wrong. They're, 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 they're not false. But to the extent that they don't understand that all of that was pointing the way toward Jesus Christ, they are wrong. You see the distinction? But I'll tell you what, they are God's people nevertheless, and he has a covenant with Abraham, and nobody's getting between God and the Jewish people. He's got a plan for them, and that's what Romans chapter 9, I didn't get a chance to get into it, but that's what Romans chapter 9 says. Listen to this, this is Paul, and I'll end with this. Paul says, I tell the truth in Christ, I'm not lying. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have a great sorrow and continual grief in my heart for I wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my countrymen, according to the flesh. He's talking about the Jewish people who are Israelites to whom pertain the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the service of God and the promises of whom are the fathers and from whom, according to the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, the eternally blessed God. Amen. How in the world can Judaism be false? This is what this is saying. This is where we've come from. And the Messiah, Yeshua Yamashiach, is going to save Israel, but by a remnant. Because that's what the scripture says. Israel will be saved by a remnant. There'll be many who will, be, who will sit, never accept him as Messiah. But there will be many who will. In fact, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that in the, in the final days, there will be uh, 144,000.
1,000 preachers of the gospel from the Jewish community, 12,000 from each tribe who will proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. And these are going to be a very special group of people. What is, what is wrong with Christians who don't, don't understand that and don't get that? You can't, be a, you can't be a friend of God, a child of God, and be an enemy of the Jewish people. Come on. That won't work. That dog won't hunt, as they say. So pray for Kanye West, Nick Fuentes, Alex Jones, all these folks. Now, by the way, you're not going to hear me talk about this probably, I would say, ever again. But it's not something I'm going to give a lot of time to because I just don't think it deserves my time. It's way, 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 way off. I want to talk about the issues that affect us and talk about what the Word of God is teaching us and telling us about the times we are in and what we've got to do to come out of this mess that we're in. That's what I'm going to be spending my time talking about. But I just thought it was important to say that so that there's no mistake on where I'm coming from, okay, on where I stand. All right, well, listen, God bless everybody. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for America. I hope you are too. I trust you are too. Pray for me, please. I need your prayers. We've got all kinds of challenges. I don't come in here and whine to you about my challenges, but we got all kinds of challenges in continuing to move our ministry forward. That I, I confront them day by day, week by week, month by month. But of course, I'm not a quitter and I'm never going to give in or give up. We're going to keep doing what God has called us to do because we know when God gives vision, he gives provision. And when the Lord tells you the way, when he shows you the way, that means he's going to make the way for you. All you got to do is walk move, go forward. And that's what we're going to do. So in the meantime, God bless you. Stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.